0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on another huge night of Champions League action. Celtic are in Madrid, ready to take on the might of Atletico in a game they really need something from. Philippe Clement's preparations are underway for his first home Europa League game in charge of Rangers later in the week. And the Craig Levine era at St Johnston begins tonight with the visit of Motherwell. Simon Donnelly and Gordon Diel are here. Gordon, of course... Your focus will very much be in Perth, that's understandable, but what an occasion out there in Madrid. I'm looking forward to that game. It's a very important game for Celtic. I think we all know that if they're going to manage to get into the third position, Gordon, they really need to take something tonight for me. Uh, It will be difficult, but they'll go there with confidence in the fact that Celtic probably played their best 45-plus minutes uh, at Celtic Park last week. I thought they were terrific first half. I really did. I thought some of the football was so exciting and they created chances and the pace that they played at. But let's not be kidding because second half, when the manager made the substitutions, Madrid looked a different outfit. They looked a very strong outfit. They've got some terrific players in their in their starting eleven. It's got to be a difficult one. Simon Donnelly, try and put into words for us how much you would rather be in Madrid in comparison to sitting in Clyde Bank with Gordon Diel and myself? Well, I thought, Rado, Clyde, maybe take us over for this game. You're new to this. You're new to this. Yeah, listen, I would love to be there tonight. I think the atmosphere will be great. I think 4,000 Celtic fans over for, for the game. Another massive night, but as Gordon says, they have to take something. It's a very difficult place to go. The cliché is there, but I think they've, they've won all six games at uh, the Metropolitano this year, and, you know, they're a top-notch side. Having said that, I agree as well with Daz that Celtic were very good in that first 45. They've improved, I think, every Champions League game. They'll have to improve again tonight, you know. They'll really need to be at the top of their game to try and get anything out of it, and, you know, if they want European football... After the Christmas break, I think they really need to take a point at least. Right, all your pre-match thoughts, please. 01419511025. Celtic fans, where are you on the nerve scale? Are you actually fancying it? Is it a day for a shock? I noticed on social media today, this is the anniversary of the away win in La- against Lazio and that famous Barcelona. night against Barcelona. Yeah. Maybe there's something in the air on the 7th of November or maybe that's a lot of nonsense. What that do you think? Nice. Can this be another one of those famous European nights? How are you feeling? Do you think you can cause an upset? Are you feeling the worst? Are you somewhere in between? Do let us know. And we love a big match night where we all get to debate who's going to play uh, and argue about it before the team is announced. And it's a very simple one, surely, for you tonight. I think everyone knows who'll play at the back. I think everyone knows who'll play up front. I think everyone knows Matt O'Reilly and Callum McGregor will play. Who is the other midfielder for Celtic tonight? Get your suggestions in right now. You can tell us what you would do. You can predict what Brendan Rodgers will do. But ultimately, let's try uh, and call it before it gets announced. Who plays in midfield for Celtic tonight? Give us a call right now. 01419511025. Turnbull staying after his goal. Is it home? Is it Iwata? Is it something entirely different? Give us a call right now. Paolo Bernardo, of course. How could I forget? 01419511025. Rangers fans, we're a couple of days in advance of your game at home to Prague. So how are you feeling? Maybe off the back of the game 
against Hearts Then off the back of the game against Dundee You're starting to learn a bit more about Philippe Clement's side So what are your early thoughts in the week about the game against Prague on Thursday? Um, are Rangers currently better without Todd Cantwell as an example? There's a question I never thought would ask uh, a couple of months ago I know he's a real fan's favourite But didn't play against Dundee Came off at the weekend uh, What do you think ahead of that game? St Johnston Motherwell tonight I'd love to hear from some of you Motherwell fans On the road to Perth I know it's all been a bit doom and gloom And you have the potential Of having to handle a new manager bounce At McDermott Park tonight So anyone out there Give us a call right now please On 01419511025 We will get to that Gordon But that's a big old night in Perth isn't it? Massive, massive for Motherwell uh, going up there. Um, Craig Levine will be looking to hit the ground running, Gordon. Very experienced manager. Um, getting back in there, so he'll certainly have St Johnston players up for it. They're coming off a, a good win at the weekend as well. So um, I I think that's got to be difficult. I really do. Um, Motherwell, what's that? Not a one in seven. Um, you know, starting to fall down the league. So Stuart Kettlewell come in at first was absolutely brilliant for Motherwell. The problem is at the top end for me, Van Veen was very hard to replace. Not enough goals getting scored. Uh, we're now starting to concede silly goals as well, which doesn't help. So it needs a big turnaround tonight and no better place to start in Perth tonight with three points. Right, come on then, get hard. your calls in. And right now, specifically you Celtic fans, we're about to cross live to Madrid, so get your thoughts in. How are you feeling? Are you optimistic? Are you got those pre-match nerves? And who should play? Pick your team tonight. Gordon DL always thinks he can do this. He always thinks he can predict it and call it right. Um, but I'm sure you've got other ideas. So let's cross live to Madrid right now. Clyde One Super Scoreboard's European coverage with Trustbeat Scotland. For life after debt, visit trustbeatscotland.net. Uh, a reporter, Gabriel, is there. We're all very jealous, Gabriel. We did hear it's like Scotland, Glasgow weather over there, so at least that's something um, to, to perhaps limit the excitement of your trip. But what a football arena you're in tonight. Oh, Gordon, good evening from the Spanish capital, and I'm here in this magnificent 70,000-seater stadium, the Wonder Metropolitano. If there is a better stadium in the world, I have not seen it. It's empty right now, but it'll be packed out in three hours' time, and over 4,000 people in here will be wearing green and white, and people buying tickets in the home end as well. Fantastic support for Celtic over here in Madrid. For them and their team, the task is simple. Brendan Rodgers knows his side must get at least a draw from this game if they want to progress <coughs> from the group. Of course, they've only got one point so far despite impressive displays in all three games. And Rodgers now wants to turn positive performances into points. I've been speaking to fans all day in uh, Plaza Mayor in the city centre. They're in confident mood. They say the 2-2 draw a fortnight ago proves they can cut it at this level. They'll hope to repeat that scoreline this evening. Scottish champions are unbeaten in six matches, really clicking to gear, uh, into gear under Rodgers. But they do face an Atletico side who are reeling from Friday's shock defeat in Las Palmas. They boast a mean home record. We spoke about it last night, Gordon. They've won 15 straight in a row here. 14 of them are in La Liga, which is a club record. The Hoops are winless in 19 matches in Spain. They've never won here. 
and they've always struggled away from home in recent years. Uh, in general, the Champions League, they've only won once in their last 16, and that came six years ago. But enough of that doom and gloom. What about that omen you were talking about earlier, the 7th of November, that win against Barcelona in 2012, the win away at Lazio in 2019? Will a win against Atletico be added to the pantheon of famous European results? In terms of team selection, as you said, Gordon, 10 out of 11 players pick themselves. The only real question is who starts in midfield in the place of the injured Rayo Hatate. You've got Turnbull who scored at the weekend. Paolo Bernardo impressed in the draw two weeks ago. But perhaps away from home it'll be a more conservative option. Perhaps a home or an Iwata. I'll bring you team news when it comes. We're expecting that at around 7 o'clock. But I can't wait for this one, Gordon. What a huge night of Champions League football we've got in store. Absolutely. Uh, Celtic fans, get your calls in then. As Gabriel says, there's probably one main talking point. So who plays in that midfield? Presumably McGregor and O'Reilly, but who joins them? 01419511025. Give us a call right now. Um, Gabriel, a lot was said when Brendan Rodgers came back to the club and how much of a priority he saw European competition. It's obviously been tough so far. What's the message been ahead of this one? From, from Brendan Rodgers, the message has been the same all the way out this campaign. When we first spoke to him in the Netherlands and he said, success is playing in European competition after Christmas. Now, many people viewed that as the Europa League and that would be a success for Celtic if they can make it into the Europa League. But so often they've just not managed to get it over the line. Uh, they were really good at home against Lazio and ended up somehow losing that game. One of their best performances of the season was against Atleti two weeks ago, and it was only a draw. Speaking to Callum McGregor as well yesterday, and he said it's about a mentality change, going from believing that they can get a point, a win, to actually going out there and doing it in these biggest arenas across the continent. So it is a confident mood. It's almost like Celtic feel they've got nothing to lose. This is the hardest game of the group. On paper, this is the hardest match away to the Spanish Giants. But they're confident that they can get a point. And a point, because of how tight the group is, a point would keep them alive in the hunt for Europa League football. Um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those nights. And Gabriel, I don't know if anyone's seen images yet coming in. What a footballing arena that is. It's, it's, it's incredible. And that, that's the size of the challenge. That's kind of why you want to be there. Yeah. It makes the football side <clears> of it difficult. But um, taking on this type of opponent in that type of arena. Yeah, listen... This is these are the platforms you want to go and you know play your football. Uh, but with that comes you know the opposition and the the talent that you're up against. Uh, I said at the start of the when the draw was made, I think Atletico Madrid, although they weren't seeded as such, I would say are the strongest team in the in the group. Uh, and this double header was going to be really tough. But Celtic have to take a wee bit of confidence from the performance at Celtic Park. I thought they were excellent for forty five minutes at least. Uh, and we're unfortunate maybe not to take the full three points on the night. This is a different game altogether tonight. And, you know, as I said earlier on, I think they, they have to take a point. They have to get something out of the game. Where I think Celtic um, said tonight could be dangerous is they've got bags of pace in the mm. counter-attack. They've got clever players, they've got good players. They're going to have to at times sit deep tonight and defend, and they'll need to defend with their lives. Let's not be kidding. Yeah. I watched Griezmann um, in the second half at Celtic Park. I thought he was absolutely wonderful. World-class player, won everything. But they've got other players that can add to that as well. So they're a really, really good outfit, no doubt about that. But going forward, if Celtic can defend and go on the counter-attack with the pace that they've got, and obviously the, the movement, Kyogo's starting to find his rhythm, and European football, getting yeah. a bit of confidence, scoring goals. But 
they need to keep their cell in the game for me. Yeah, that's Madrid team actually have conceded more goals in recent times than you know we're used to uh, under Simeone. I think they were used to be a really tight team, not giving much away, winning games by the odd goal. They are conceding goals. They get beat at the. Uh, I think it was Friday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, having said that, as you touched on there, they have world class players throughout their team. Uh, so Celtic will have to be at their very best mm. um, Gabriel whilst the fans get their calls in here and we get the temperature in Glasgow to see how people are feeling what's the mood been amongst the Celtic fans in Madrid 4,000 I believe have made the trip yeah it's been a, a, a sense of excitement Gordon as I said it's almost that free hit Celtic fans know they've only got one point but they're all here having a great time you touched on the weather being like Glasgow is I've got my big jacket on I feel like I'm back home uh, it's only about 12 degrees and it was raining most of the day, but it didn't stop the fans uh, being in the city centre. Plaza Mayor, it was uh, a sea of green and white earlier this afternoon. But I was speaking to plenty of fans yesterday and today. Unsurprisingly, most of them confident they feel they can come here and get a victory. Uh, and the reason is they feel that last week, uh, two weeks ago, they showed that they can cut it at this level. But as I said, many, many fans in confident mood ahead of this one. 2 Celtic, Kyogo and uh, Palma. We've went away in the 7th of November to Lazio, Barcelona, and 1 2 1. So, 2 1's your bet. 1 each, 1 each. Need 3 points, we'll get a win now. Eh? 2 1 Celtic. 3 1 Celtic. 5 0. I think from that game two weeks ago, we'll have to go in with utmost confidence to try and get the three points, you know. Third place is what we're looking at. If we win, that puts us up there. So, 4 points in the last two games should get us there. Just tight enough, I think. Europa League sits us. 2 0 Celtic. Kyogo and uh, Palma. We've went away in the 7th of November to Lazio, Barcelona and 1-2-1, one, one, so 2-1's your bet. 1-H, one 1-H. One Need 3 points, we'll get a win now. 2-1 Celtic. 3-1 Celtic. 5-0. Tell you what, a lot of confidence out there in Madrid. Um, but how are you feeling back here in Glasgow? Let us know right now, Celtic fans. How are you feeling? Are you confident? Are you nervous? And who should play in that midfield? Pick somebody. Give me an aim. 01419511025. We'll get your answer to that question. And the answer from Simon Donnelly and Gordon DL after this. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Simon Donnelly and Gordon DL are here waiting for you, Celtic fans, to get in touch and tell us how you feel the game is going to go tonight, whether you're confident or not, and who your team would be. Give us a call right now if you can, 01419511025. 1025 Come on then Don't sit in the fence There is surely one Position available we, Have we agreed on that Before we mm-hmm. Before we go any further Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think everything else So Johnston yes. Carter Vickers yes. Scales Taylor McGregor O'Reilly Kyogo Maeda Palma, Palma. Right yeah. So there is one One other. position up for grabs In my opinion You've, You can you can word it in two separate ways Give me who you would pick Ooh. And who you think Brendan Rogers will pick If it's the same name then Fine do you want me to go first? Absolutely. Okay, I would pick David Turnbull. Um, and the reason I'd pick him is, I think he's in form. Uh, St Mirren scored, Ross County scored. When Celtic needed something, missed a penalty kick again. So, he's in good form just now. His confidence must be high. I know that he gets a bit of criticism from sections of the Celtic support, but that's just life. He's just got to overcome that. Um I think that looking at it tonight, Brendan Rodgers may think a little bit more sort of legs in the middle of the park. Maybe a Bernardo, maybe a defensive more midfield player. 
But I certainly, in my, if it was me, I would go with David Turnbull. Simon Donnelly? Uh, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm really unsure. Oh, no, no come I'm on. Unsure. Just uh, go for it. I'm going to go. I think Brendan sometimes just surprises us all. I think maybe Iwata, possibly. Mm. John, who's a Celtic fan on the line, who would you play? Now, Simon's just stole my thunder. <laughs> oh, no, but see, he just gave us the name. You can elaborate. I well, as I spoke to the producer there, I would play Awata or even home tonight. He's more defensive cover Awata. And as Simon touched on and also Daza, I watched the game on Friday night and they, they lose more goals, as you said, Simon, now that they've yeah. ever done recently. And I think Celtic could get them, as Daz said, with the pace. If they can keep it tight, but... I would actually play, if it was me today, I would play a water alongside uh, Cal McGregor with O'Reilly. Why is that, John? Why is he the best option? Um, You know, David Turnbull obviously was in the team at the weekend, so, you know, he'd be the one that would sort of come out. Is is that just about off the ball? Don't be wrong, I I think think Turnbull's a guy. I'm a big fan of David Turnbull. I thought he took his goal out on Saturday. But... uh, Going away, they are obviously they're a they're a, a class team, and would you call it? I would just uh, I would play a water more as like it's more defensive, and then David Turnbull, and it would give more protection, I think, to the back four along with Callum. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know where he's come from, but the reason I've went for Turnbull is right. Negatives, people will say, ah, it's a bit one pace, not defensive enough, especially away from home. Right, I'll counter attack that by saying, I think he's magnificent on the ball. I think he can kill you with a pass that Kyogo, uh, Maeda, Palma, with the runs that they make, I think Turnbull is one of the best at finding you. Set plays, brilliant at set plays. So as much as the negativity about him away from home tonight in a difficult game, I think there's a lot of pluses. He's been playing in the team. He's getting better. He's getting more confident. Celtic was... was I think he's Celtic's second top... Scorer. Yeah, they weren't struggling so at the weekend. They, they, they dominated Ross County, of course they did, but they needed something just to get them going. Turnbull, brilliant. Against St. Mern, they needed something. Turnbull, you know, he could have went on and get his second goal. So, as much as I will hear uh, tonight about this defensive midfielder coming in, Celtic, for me, I think will go there with a lot of confidence. I think they've got. Their, their, their front men can cause problems but you've got to get quality balls to them and I think out all those players Awata uh, Bernardo <coughs> o, at home all these sort of guys I think the best passer and the guy with the best football brain there is David Turnbull mm, is, the, is there a case though that tonight is going to be about being you know disciplined and off the ball and, and tr- trying to do almost what Celtic did in the first half last week in fact it was Paolo Bernardo funnily who replaced Real Hitati last week, wasn't it? Um, no one's really suggested him yet, albeit we're early on in this debate. Well, I said that I think Brendan will go with Bernardo, right, okay. but my pick was Turnbull. Got you. Um, yeah, you can you can put up the argument for that, um, but if you look at his setup, he's going to have a very attacking side anyway. You know, the two fullbacks will probably come forward, Taylor and Johnson. He's got three guys up there that. I've got good pace and like to go forward as much as Maeda and that will work their, their shift back. They've got Cal McGregor. I just think tonight, if they got on the ball, they've got to retain the ball. They've got to keep the ball. They've got to be good in possession. I look at the passers in the team. And now, David Turnbull still can get about the pitch and still go and put tackles in. There's no doubt in that. 
Um, so I would not be surprised because he's played them the last two games. He scored in both games. He could have probably had another one. It might just surprise us where more attacking side with Turnbull in it. Feels like it's going to be a big night, whoever it is, John, because home, Celtic fans seem to love home. Um, but we've not seen that much of him. We've seen some lovely flashes for sure. And then he got a chance in the European game and got sent off. Um, if it is, a, again, Iwata, he's been there a bit longer now. We've not really seen that much of him. Then if it is David Turnbull, he's the one. He's going to have to do it in f- in the face of, I guess, so many fans doubting that he can go and do it on a night like this. So it's going to be a big night for whoever gets the nod, isn't it? Aye. I just feel as if, I know, I know where Daz is coming from, but I just feel as if when Turnbull's played in Europe he, the last couple of seasons, he's not really showed his true potential. And he, he seems to struggle a bit. I don't know, maybe he gets overawed. I mean, like uh, a couple of weeks ago, I don't think when he played that great. But as I said, but but I don't. I'm not a big fan of Bernardo either. I I, I don't think he's brought much to the table. What I've seen him, as I say, I like young home. I've seen him. I know maybe the bit of rash decision and they get sent off in the first game uh, against Feyenoord. But I, I still think uh, to me, a water would be the man of the day. But as I say, I know what Dad's is coming for. The more attacking, uh, with, with Turnbull gives you more a goal for it. Yeah, um, Michael, who's a Celtic fan on the line, give me a name. Who would you go for in there and why? Uh, probably, probably maybe Turnbull. Give him his chance. See if he does it. If he doesn't do it, then no again. Um, Bernardo, like John says, I don't rate him at all. I was at Easter Road a um, couple of weeks ago, and um, <coughs> Yoho did nothing in the game. Uh, for Bernardo he's too lightweight for me I wish we could just have another Stylian Petrov somebody like that in a midfield or a Wanyama but um, probably probably home or, 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 or Turnbull but I don't really know but I think we'll find it very very hard um, but it doesn't sound that Michael's overly fussy he's thrown a few a few names in there um, it's funny because if you're to base it purely on the game last time which would be a fair way of doing it it's a very similar challenge albeit away from home then I mean it would be Paulo Bernardo Celtic yeah. got so much mm-hmm. credit that night he came on what was it the 7th minute um, and played the remainder of the match as Michael says the two games since then he started against Hibs didn't have a good day really came off after 57 minutes he started at the weekend came off after an hour probably didn't have a brilliant game then either it just depends if you do you separate them completely and just acknowledge that this is the Champions League. It's a completely different challenge, and what's happened in the Premiership games is not that relevant. Or the other argument would obviously be Turnbull. You say, well, you know, you've got a guy who's the man of the match at the weekend and he scored. Do you, do you do you then leave? Do you then leave him out? It just depends how Brendan Rodgers sees that. That kind of separation. I think I think it'll be what his game plan is. Um, I think he'll look at the opposition and know that they're not going to dominate the ball the way they dominated it as Celtic. So that's what I mean. Then, so you th- it's, it's entirely possible he plays Paulo Bernardo despite the fact that his last two Celtic yeah. appearances. Yeah, I probably think I think, been I think he'll pick it on a game basis tonight. I don't think he'll look and think to himself, well, uh, Bernardo's not played particularly well and and, he, and I subbed him at the weekend. I think he'll take it down to this game because this will, this will be a different game for yeah. what they face week in, week out in Scottish football. Let's not be kidding. Uh, and Brendan Rodgers, a very experienced manager, he'll have done his homework on this. 
I, I'm interested to see how, what he goes with. I really am. I'm very interested to see what he picks. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said to John there, Simon, it, it, it feels like that pressure <clears throat> is almost going to be on Michael's take on it. Probably will be shared by some. Yeah. Okay then, go on then. Let Turnbull play. But if he doesn't have a good game, never again. <laughs> you yeah. know, that, 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 I thought that, Michael was a wee bit... That's not, that's not that. ideal. It does no. feel, it feels at the moment though, it feels like there is a bit of a mood, say, around David Turnbull. Because let's be honest, Celtic might well lose tonight anyway, regardless yeah. of how David Turnbull does. But it does feel like um, if he was to get the nod tonight, that sort of... You'd have to score two. Or wait, no, waiting <laughs> wait, waiting for him to not have this vintage night. It feels like there's that bit of mood. Yeah, I think there. maybe just... I, I don't know if it's familiarity because he's been at the club a wee bit longer than the other ones. I, I don't know... <laughs> The last two games he's popped up with really important goals at important times in the game, albeit domestic. When Hatati goes off two weeks ago, you know, eyebrows maybe raised a wee bit that Bernardo was the guy to come in. I thought he had a decent game. I hear what, I can't remember if it was John or Michael had said about Easter Road. In defence of Bernardo, I don't think Celtic were at it at Easter Road at all, across the board. Uh, but I'm be and with Daz, it's, it's going to be really interesting. I think that one place is up for grabs. It could be any one of the four. You know, he's, he showed a lot of faith with, with David earlier in the season. And I, I said there, I think he is second top goal scorer, sitting for Celtic at the moment, capable of a goal from round about the box. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Iwata, for me, has never really stamped his authority at any time. But he came with a good reputation. Mm -hmm. These these are the, the games that guys like that should be here to play in. And he is a defensive midfielder. So if you opt for that, does that free up Callum a wee bit more to go and play with, with Matt O'Reilly? Time will tell. I'm looking forward to it, I really am. What astonishes... I'm not sitting here saying that David Turnbull is better than Hatati and people. But you're not telling me that guy does not bring something to the party. He's got a fantastic football brain. He really has. And he can score goals. He can set plays. He's, he's very good at. Um, I, I just like him. I think I think since he left Motherwell, he worked at Motherwell. He was terrific. He got his move to Celtic. Some of the Celtic um, supporters now on his back a little bit. I think that's so unfair to go, well, if he gets pitched in tonight and Celtic lose and he doesn't play, but that's him, right? We've judged him. Out you go. Brendan Rodgers, I... I you know, but I think we're all second-guessing. We're all having a go at it. We're all thinking, who would you play? Why would you play them? That's fair enough. But Brendan Rodgers will have a look at this game tonight. He knows how important it is. I think if he could get out there by point, he'd be over the moon. I think this is, no matter who he plays tonight, I've got to be honest with you, I was, you know, encouraged with Celtic's first-half performance at Celtic Park, and I'll give them all the credit. Well, I thought they were brilliant. The manager made those tactical changes second half and they looked a real outfit to me. Yeah. They really looked a real outfit. They looked like they are top, top notch. They're in their own back garden now. Uh, it'll be interesting strong. to see they're how... Strong yeah, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. And don't look at Friday night because <laughs> we've already said that this is a different game. This is Champions League. You know what like players are. They'll be up for it. They'll be ready to prove a point. They want to keep as uh, in this competition as long as they possibly can. 
So this will be a very difficult yeah. night for Celtic, but they'll go away and they'll go away confidence. Yeah, a good team anyway, and a scandalously good home record. So it's um, but you know records are there to be broken. I guess Alan is also on the line. How are you feeling about it, Alan? Yeah, I'm feeling not too bad, guys. Uh, hope you're all well. Um, I've just got a slightly different take <clears> on it. I've not I've not really heard most of the show, but I was just saying to the producer there, I would like to see O leading the line. I think we need someone to hold the ball up. I would still have Kyle go playing, but he'd play slightly on the left, and I'd play Maeda on the right with Palma in the number ten, uh, just sitting behind because we know he can have a great uh, he's great at shots from outside area, and I'd have two holding players with Kyle Mack and uh, O'Reilly, and then your usual back four with Taylor, Scales, Carter Vickers, and, and Johnston. So you're still your usual back four. Uh, you've got two kind of players that can play as a kind of quarterback, and then you've got Palma who I think is devastating in that kind of central role. And then you get the press of Mikago out left who can link up with O and Maida does his usual, just high press as well. I just think that gives us something a bit different. It gives us an out ball with O up front. And I just think that gives us a chance to play direct balls. Uh, if you play Kygo up front on his own, he can go missing at times. Um, he's a great striker, but if he doesn't get the service, he can go missing. I just think the O up top it gives us something a bit different. I'll tell you what, he certainly mm. justified mm. it and explained it. You don't have to agree, but that is a man with a plan on I, the line. I love that thinking outside the box. I really I like do it. like that. I liked, yeah. I liked everything about it. He explained it well. But you're going to disagree. I'm going to disagree. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and the reason, I, the reason I'm going to disagree is for one player, right? I can see the full uh, uh, pattern of that. Who's but the the, O'Reilly. You can't... O'Reilly this season is probably in the form of his life. Scoring goals, making those runs. Brendan Rodgers has changed his game. He's not going to go tonight and put him in a certain midfield position. There's mm -hmm. absolutely no chance that's going to happen. I totally, I totally grasp that about holding the ball up away from home. I think it's got to be really important tonight to try and get up the pitch. Um, so there's a lot of great thought into that. But the one thing mm -hmm. that let it down for me was. There's no way in the world I'd be playing O'Reilly as a certain midfield player when he's in banging for him just now with that license to go from the middle to front and go and score important goals. Is that a, yeah. is that a fair concern, Alan? I, I think, I, I understand what Gordon's saying. I think in, when you're defending, that you could have with two holding players. And I think O'Reilly did that well last season when Cal Mike was out. And I think when we've got the ball, it's not to say that we, we remain with two holding players uh, O'Reilly can go forward and you, you can have Cam just sitting as that kind of one holding player I, I would if you're playing two out and out holding players you would play Iwata and Cam but O'Reilly is as Gordon says is having a season in his life and I think it's more about the system to get the result is more dictating the players that fit the system so I, I, it's trying to get the result we know it's going to be extremely difficult so I've just tried to work out a way that we can get up the pitch we can keep them high and we try and play our best players in the park as well at the same time I have seen a bit of that suggestion that you know maybe if you look at some of the positions Palma takes up yeah Maybe maybe somehow at some time uh, sort of in behind the striker might actually be some uh, a yeah. role that he could thrive in. Yeah, listen, I, I think Alan's idea there is is very good. You know, he's, he's shuffling the pack there to try and get. I said at the weekend, I think there is scope for O and Kyogo to play in that team at times. Whether tonight is the right time, I'm not too sure. I certainly think Kyogo has played in a lot deeper roles this season under Brendan. And quite effectively at times, uh, I would like to see the two of them play. The first kind of thought of 
Palmer playing in off uh, in number ten role excites me because I think he is a clever football player. He can he's got good technique in there as well. It's something that's really interesting. However, I just don't think they'll go with that tonight. If, if all starts tonight, I'll buy you a new skip part. <laughs> Where are you getting it? You from? can pick anyone. Are you going to buy it or get? I'm going to buy it. This is a man who does not put his hand in his pocket. I'm going to easily. buy you any no. skip part. You Listen, want. I don't think we'll we'll start tonight either. But what I'm saying is, I like Alan's yeah, training yeah, thought, I liked, yeah, and I would like to see the two of them playing. You know, as the season progresses, as a as a two, I think. There's scope for it. I do like your style, Alan, and I hope you give us a call back at some point soon. We will find out the answer very soon indeed, but let me tell you about this first. Katie was at the school gates waiting on her two sons when the phone rang and she won £102,000 on Make Me A Winner. She's going to spend it on a serious glow up for the house, the best Christmas ever for the kids uh, and we could make you a winner of £104,000 when we make another call but you need to be in the draw. We've teamed up with our sister stations across the UK so text YES to 61025, £2 to text plus your standard network rate. Clyde1.com, online entries cost £2 or call 0330-880-4523 and the calls are charged at a standard rate. You need to be over 18, but all the other rules for this network competition are online. And if you get the call after 3pm tomorrow, Wednesday the 9th, answer within five rings, say make me a winner straight away and the £104,000 would be yours. So text YES to 61025 and we'll get teams from Madrid next. 1419511025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Simon Donnelly and Gordon Beal <coughs> are here Jerry is on the line Jerry was going to phone in with some suggestions Offer the lineup, and I don't know if he knows what I'm about to say because he's just hung up. We've actually <laughs> got the Celtic team, but get Jerry back. You can still tell us what you were going to say, Jerry, uh, and see if your suggestions came through or not. Because Gabriel in Madrid has that Celtic starting eleven. Who has been given the nod, Gabriel? Ten out of the eleven we predicted. Who's the other one? It's Paolo Bernardo, Gordon. Brendan Rodgers has chosen the Portuguese as the man to complete his midfield three. It means David Turnbull has to settle for a place amongst the substitutes and Bernardo will start. He is one of four changes from the weekend. Uh, Johnson, O'Reilly, Palma and Kyogo all come in. Ralston, Turnbull, O and Yang drop to the bench. So let's hear that 11 then. It's Joe Hart in goal, the defence of Alistair Johnson, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Liam Scales and Greg Taylor. The midfield three of Callum Gregor, Matt O'Reilly and Paolo Bernardo and a front three of Luis Palma, Dyson Meda and Kyogo. The substitutes, Bain, Lagbielka, Phillips, Turnbull, Yang, O, Holm, Iwata, Forrest, Rousen, Welsh and Mikey Johnson. Your reaction, gentlemen? Well, I said Turnbull, is, is but I said, know, yeah. uh, I said that Brendan Rodgers would go for Bernardo. Um, a little bit more defensive in the middle of the park. Uh, but interesting to see how he performs tonight. Uh, he might just have looked at the fact that at home, go back to that 45 plus that every Celtic fan talks about. I thought they were excellent. He came on after seven minutes for Hatati. So I think maybe Brendan Rodgers had that in the back of his mind, and it's the same again tonight. Yeah, I think you touched on it as well, didn't you? You take this game and it's on its own. Uh, he opted for Bernardo, you know, when Hatati was injured early on in the in the the tie at Celtic Park. So he obviously favours. He'll have his reasons, you know, to to play him in the the Champions League game tonight. Uh, yeah, I think Turnbull can probably regard himself unfortunate. He scored in the last two games, 
but Brendan's decided to go with Bernardo from the start. 0141-951-1025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB Mr RFK more optimistic than anything tonight can we pull off a miracle? I doubt it but who knows stranger things in football could see another 2-2 I would take a draw I think certainly uh, that wouldn't be a bad outcome at all but we will see give us your reaction to that team then it is Paolo Bernardo instead of David Turnbull is that what you would have done? would you have done something slightly different? Uh, how much faith do you have in that 11 plus the subs to go and get the job done? Paul is a Celtic fan. Was that the right call for you in there, Paul? Well, I'm been a bit smug. I just spoke to your, one of your researchers earlier and I predicted that Bernardo would play. So You know um, your stuff. Thanks, Simon. I think Sid's got a bit of inside info, so I was going to do what he said. So. <laughs> I got it wrong. He yeah, went oh, it. Oh, Listen, this guy, are you joking, yeah. Paul? Daz is the man with the finger on the pulse. Is that what you, so? That so, that was the right call for you, Paul. You think based on? Yeah, but just I think if you're bringing in, it just just based on the club he's came from and the, probably the negotiations in, in getting him on loan, there's maybe been some kind of you know moral obligation to try and play him in, in the big games. And oh, that doesn't sound right, though, does it? You just play your well, best player, like, surely. You know, Portuguese international. Maybe you know, play played at that level. Keep the ball. Um, I mean, I feel heart sorry for David Turnbull, um, but I think Brendan's being pragmatic, and uh, we'll see whether it works or not. Is that a, how will David Turnbull feel? Oh, gutted. Um, he's been given the opportunity in the last couple of games, and he's done nothing wrong. Score goals at important times. Let's be honest, especially at Celtic Park against St Man, because. When you're sitting man, you're one up, you're thinking, mm. give it an hour, 10, 15 minutes, and you know what like the crowds are, they yeah. get a bit yeah. anxious. Turnbull scores a terrific you know, but To goal. be fair though, you can you know you can score and not necessarily have a good game and you can yeah. pop up. But then I suppose the weekend wasn't one of those days, was it? Was it I think he got he got man the match, didn't he? Yeah, he got man weekend. In, yeah, yeah. Um, so he'll, he'll feel gutted, but I can understand because I go back to the, the last caller when he was talking about O'Reilly sitting there. Just a horses for courses type yeah. scenario. I, I think O'Reilly uh, will now be allowed to go into that forward area and go and support the front and get in beyond and hopefully try and get into dangerous areas and score goals because he's been absolutely brilliant at that. So I think that because of that and the attacking three... Brendan Rodgers looks for a little bit of security to protect his back men and uh, that's why he's brought mm. in Bernardo. Uh, Paul, briefly, how would you describe your optimism levels? Where are they? Uh, not very good. Mm. Um, I think uh, my main worry is Maeda's fitness. If uh, Brendan thinks he's worth two players, uh, he's maybe three quarters of a player tonight. So um, I expect him to turn up with the cycle shots and give us maybe 60 minutes. We'll see. We'll see what squeeze one we're in because Jerry's back now. Jerry, I'll give you the big build up. You had a very, <coughs> you phoned before the team was announced, and you had a very bold suggestion. What was it? Yeah, right. Um, I've just been speaking to to Chris, and he's he's told me the team. Uh-huh. I knew it wouldn't happen, but I've I've um, I've never been a great fan of McGregor, and unfortunately, this is the worst season he's had since he's uh, since Brown left. The thing is, he's not scored. And he's not even had an assist. Now he's not a holding midfielder as he was in the days of four-two-three-one uh, alongside Brown. Um, for somebody who's a central midfielder who hasn't even provided an assist, I would have played. Is it Awata that's been given a nod tonight? Did I hear somebody? Say? No, he's not. Uh, Bernardo. Bernardo, right? I would have played. <clears throat> well, obviously the back four picks itself. Yeah, yeah. The front three picks itself. 
now. Um, Turnbull has scored two from distance and Palmer has scored two from 25 to 30 yards. Now, I don't think there's enough shooting from midfield players. Um, there's too many players, including all the leagues, that want to do that extra pass. When I was playing at football years ago, I was very two-footed, so I, always, I didn't want to pass to anybody. So I used to shoot from 25, 30 yards, um, a bit like Glenn Hoddle or the late Bobby Charlton. So um, the way I see it is... McGregor, keep talking yourself up, Jerry. If McGregor wasn't the captain, and what is the relevance these days of a captain? Um, CCV could be the captain. I mean, you're, you're talking about tossing coins and saying, yeah, you take that corner or whatever. It's not really relevant. And he's only in that team because he's been a favourite of Rogers in the past. See, even if, and, see, uh, even if he's not having a brilliant <clears> season, right, which we could just debate another time, How? what makes you think Iwata is better than Callum McGregor to go and play there tonight? No, not a lot. No, I was just asking. I heard the team was announced. Yeah. I didn't know who it was. Well, somebody no, would need to take his played, place, though. Right. I would have played Bernardo in front of the back four and um, O'Reilly and, of course, Turnbull um, having a bit of dig in midfield for the for the front three. Because, to me, I'm like, that's ridiculous that McGregor has not had one assist. And I know nobody there agrees, but I'm telling you, there'll be plenty of Celtic fans who are agreeing with me. You might even get somebody later on tonight. So maybe, maybe. And listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I've got no, it doesn't matter to me. I'm not saying Callum McGregor has been amazing this season, has been brilliant, but he's, a, he's in, he's in that team. Celtic season. He's in that team. Every single night. I, isn't I'm, he? I'm not really caring about that. I've I've lost interest. In I'm interested in where Jerry played a Hoddle, Bobby Charlton. He's a mix two of the two. He's like a hybrid of the uh, two. Jerry, where did you play? You must have been some player. Uh, well, actually, uh, I was, but um, you know, I had oh, a, where, where did you play? I just played in in, uh, in Glasgow youth teams. I mean, I didn't play for any 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 teams. I mean, just Glasgow youth teams, Glasgow secondary schools. And you said what held you back was a lack of confidence. Uh, maybe a wee bit. <laughs> maybe if you get pushed on a wee bit, believe in yourself a wee bit more. I think I played against McCoyst when he was unknown at Duncan Rigging East School Braves. Oh, about McCoyst so always remembers somebody. Uh, what about Bobby what Charles about the the Callum McGregor shout though? And to be fair, Jerry's he's saying I know you guys won't agree with it, um, but I think other Celtic fans will. I think I think for me, listen to say it's his worst season, be a bit harsh. Maybe the stats with the assists and goals uh, hasn't came yet for Callum, but I think in that engine room for me is. And obviously Brendan Rodgers He's one of the first names On the, the team sheet I By the way Whoever Scotland were playing tonight He'd be in there as well Wouldn't he Which yeah. maybe tells its own yeah. story Listen he, 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 When Callum came into the team He was always The forward thinking player I, I like seeing Callum McGregor Playing further forward But as he's Got older More experienced He's went further back to the park He's in that engine room To keep the play going now let's quickly get the Atletico team Celtic fans I don't know if you're hoping for a list of absentees I don't know if Gabriel can give you such assurances Yeah thanks Gordon It's a 3-5-2 formation for Atletico Four changes from their side that they named at Parkhead and One of those missing out is the suspended World Cup winner Rodrigo De Paul Of course missing <coughs> after his red card But it is still a strong Atleti side But Jan Black in goal a back five of Molina, Jimenez, Witzel, Hermoso and Riquelme. It will be Barrios and Koke midfield with Griezmann just in front of them to playing an advanced midfield role today. And Correa and Morata up top. So very strong at Gordon. Very strong indeed Celtic fans. That's what lies in wait. That size of challenge. Not as big a challenge as this though. Beat the pundit. 
with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Okay, beat the pundit time. Your chance to humiliate Simon Donnelly or Gordon Diel by showing your superior football knowledge. You have to call before seven, so get in touch and you could play next. Tackle the headlines. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Simon Donnelly and Gordon Diel are here. It's 0141-951-1025. We're building up to kick-off in Madrid. Uh, no real surprises. I think the Celtic team, we all agreed, picked itself apart from one. Paolo Bernardo gets the nod in midfield. So you can keep your reaction coming to that Celtic fans. A bold shout just before the news there from uh, Jerry, who didn't think Callum McGregor was worth a place in the team at the moment. Quite a few uh, getting your reactions to that over to me on Twitter. What about you Rangers fans? A couple of days away, but how are you feeling? Uh, early days of Philippe Clement, ready for that first home Europa League match. Any kind of early thoughts on the team? Is this team, and I appreciate this is based on what, a game and a half, but is Philippe Clement maybe edging toward, away from a a team that's got Todd Cantwell in it? Or or is that an over-analysis of the last game and a half? You can let us know all your thoughts there, uh, and we're going to focus on Motherwell's trip to St. Johnston very soon as well. Let's do this first. Beat the pundit <coughs> with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Right, Ben is in Grangemouth. How's it going, Ben? You well? Ah, not bad, mate. Not bad. How's yourself? Have you ever played before? I've not, no. Mm. Do you do alright playing along at home? Ah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Good stuff. Uh, what did we have last night again? We, oh, no, it was Hall- Halliday and Hannah, so they're never going to get beat. No, no. Do people actually phone in? Yeah, yeah, they still do. Still extremely popular. Some silly people. But it's like, it's like big Champions League night almost. It's like a mm. trying to giant killing, isn't it? You, you really can. need to be on your game for eight who, who won last night? Uh, Andy won convincingly, actually. We had the full family, that's right. Guy phoned in. And his, his family again? His mum, dad, <laughs> brother. Everybody was in the living room all at once. And the wig still tucked them away. <clears throat> Not a problem. Uh, anyway, Ben, what we'll do is toss the coin. If it's heads, it will be Simon Donnelly. If it's tails, it will be Gordon Diel. Both prone to, you know, slip-ups every now and then. And it is heads. It's Simon up against Ben from Grangemouth. So what we'll do is give Simon... <laughs> some, are you dreading this, are you? Uh, give him some Greatest Hits Radio to listen to so that you can't hear what's going on. 30 seconds on the clock... Are you ready, Ben? I go for it, mate. Right, your time starts now. Who are the last team Motherwell beat? Johnson. Who's the only current Scotland international playing in Spain? Alan McGregor. Uh, Chris Miller is currently the interim manager of what League Two side? How many goals were disallowed in last night's Spurs-Chelsea game? Five. Who are the only Scottish team left in the Europa Conference League? Aberdeen. Josh Doig plays for which Italian club? Ellis Perona. What's the name of the K-pop band that turned up to meet fans at Ibrox last night? AC. There's a question I never thought of asking. You got it. Bang on, Ben. Um, <laughs> His facials are really off um, Every week he does it. I'll tell you what, Ben's no bad. <laughs> <laughs> Every week I look round at him and he's pulling faces. If you get the last one right, I will be amazed. You'll get two you'll hats. Get, I'll buy you two hats He'll get one right Because he's already told me An answer to one Right okay. okay 30 seconds on Simon's clock And the time starts now Pass. Who were the last team Motherwell beat? Pass Who's the only current Scotland men's international Playing in Spain? Tierney 
Chris Miller is the interim manager of which League Two side? Pass. How many goals were disallowed in last night's Spurs Chelsea game? Five. Who's the only Scottish team left in the Europa Conference League? Aberdeen. Josh Doig plays for which Italian club? Oh, I this before. Pass. What's Pass. the name of the K pop band that turned up to meet fans at Ibrox no last idea. night? <laughs> name any team in the SPFL with the word athletic in their title. Aloha. Have you done enough, Ben? Well, I hope so, I. I mean, Ben, oh. if you come on here, show off your K-pop knowledge... Did you get that band? Uh-huh. ...and don't win. Were you there, Ben? I was there, and then for my guest point. Oh, for goodness <laughs> sake. <laughs> so, are you a K-pop fan? Like, because this is totally lost in me, this stuff. I had no idea. What I saw is K-pop? This, it's like no, Korean I'm pop. pop. I'm so, and so, ben was so there. why did you go? My guest points. So, genuinely, <laughs> you get my guest points for turning up at that last night? Nah, you don't put in for the market. Oh right, I was wondering. Right, okay. And so, were you actually there, or you you having me on? I was there and spell it. There and spell it. Right, okay. Yeah. I have no idea what's happening. Uh, the last team Motherwell beat was Hearts. None of you got it. Um, the only current Scotland men's international I had to put the caveat in because there is Caroline Weir, of course, but Kieran Tierney. Well done. Yeah, Callum well. Playing in Spain the night. Do you know what? I loved that answer, Ben, because I was like, "Did Ben not get Tierney?" No, but he he took it very literally because Callum McGregor's in Spain tonight. Right. Okay. But so is Greg <coughs> Taylor and others, so yeah. we're not having That's that. A uh, no chance. Chris Miller is the interim Clyde. manager of Clyde, so it's still one nil to Simon. You both got five disallowed goals. You both got Aberdeen in the Conference League. Hellas Verona for Josh Doig oh. and Ben got it. We are level. You're beat. What is the name of the no, K-pop band that turned up to meet fans at Ibrox? Tell them, Ben. Stacey. Stacey. <sighs> Apparently. I'd have got that as well. Were you there? No, I've seen it in the papers. You wouldn't have got that? No, I, no I've seen the papers today. I know, but you're, you you can't even remember things you read like three minutes ago. Okay, you've got me. I've not got <laughs> it. <like. laughs> I've sounded um, so positive. Because there. if I'm being honest, <clears throat> I obviously read, I read that quite a lot over the last day and I'm not sure if under pressure I would have got it. Mm. Um, Simon got that, that one. Me behind? He got it. Yes, you got right. it out of the way very quickly. Yeah, Alawa Athletic, well done. Surely Ben got something like that. Ben didn't get that far. What did he know? Wow, so Ben! Tiebreaker. We are on to the tiebreaker. Okay. Not been involved in one of these for right, a while. Ben, here's the way it works. I will ask the question. I'll get Simon to write his answer down. I'll then invite you to give me your attempt, okay? Yeah, that's fine, mate. Let's go. How many play- men's players have over 50 caps for Scotland? Quite simple. How many men's players have over 50 caps for Scotland? Write it down, please, Simon. Okay, what are you going for, Ben? 35. How many? 35 He says 35 <laughs> Simon says 24 <laughs> <laughs> Ben's one Ben Is 35 He's got it on the nose Unbelievable Brilliant ben. Well, done, well done Ben Superb Stacey 35 in the ah, tiebreaker Did you know that Ben Or was it an educated guess? That was an educated guess Superb Can't That's get any great. better than that Well done Ben He's got a friend Sign, in me for life Same ball is on its way K-pop I'll need to study up Yeah that. There's not much you can do About a guy that gets that Bang on either mm. 35 I had no what idea was one, What, what was the one that Callum McGregor was the most Callum McGregor was the Most recent player oh, he To do got. so Surely um, Josh Doig no 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 I thought I was I couldn't remember that either um, What was the other one the Chris Miller Chris Miller's Chris Miller. was quite easy yeah. Hearts Come on Slattery, go, Tyne Castle. 
Yeah. You actually, and, and this will alter it, going into tonight, apart from the experts with the 100% record, yours was next best. You, Is that right? you were on 80%. Going into tonight. Who's your dad? Seventy-three percent. See who's who's bottom. Tell me, Wilson. Um, is that a, t- is that a table there? Yes, Wilson's bottom. Forty-three percent win rate this season. That's poor. Yeah, That's struggling. Poor. That is poor. Struggling indeed. He is struggling. I've got to say, I need to take the captaincy off him on Thursday night. And Think play. so? Yeah. Just take yeah. him under your wing. Yeah, he's he's needing a bit of guidance. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rangers fans where are you it's early in the week but we'll talk about the Prague game or the build up to it and what's going on under the early days of Philippe Clement but there's a huge game in Perth tonight Beverly is actually at McDermott Park Beverly is that right are you there already yes I'm standing here right now please. and is it going to be worth the journey in the cold uh, I hope so I hope so I think um, we've got confidence um, in the team we're lacking that just now but I think I think tonight we're going to we're going to see a change what is the feeling on sort of how big this is? What, what does that you know? What does that mean in terms of the kind of must-win nature of it? Well, to be honest, we don't want to put added pressure on on them for that. So I think a lot of fans have maybe kept you a bit quieter um, during the week um, up until now because I think when you do that, it, it does put the added pressure onto them. But I think I think they do know that. I think well, I feel certainly that. That it's going to be a, a must-win game, so... Yeah, Gordon, it's sort of getting that way. You know, we had a bit of debate at the weekend about sort of how much pressure Stuart, um, Stuart Kettlewell's under, because obviously he's under pressure, um, but so much goodwill in the bank. I've got a caller phoned up last night and made the point, and you talk about the very long, impressive run he went on mm. before this difficult run. Um a win's going to have to come from somewhere at some point yeah and <clears throat> he's got tonight against uh, the new manager bounce Craig Levine um, be interesting to see how they perform they're at home as well they come off a good result last Wednesday come on up 2-1 um, Mother will look at the weekend now and they've got hearts at home as well yeah I think the manager needs a win he really does he needs to get a win you can't just keep saying there's goodwill in the bank um, because Boards sit back and look. All of a sudden, if St Johnston beat Motherwell tonight, they go a point, yep. a point behind them with a game in hand. You know, if you'd have said that a month ago, everybody would have looked at you and, and thought you were kidding on. So that's where it is. It's very, uh, very tight at this moment in time. It's all about winning as much as one. That, that co- can be the bit that almost saves you as well, though, isn't it? Because it is very tight. So yeah, yeah because it. of the balance between all the teams, yeah, it's very, you know, two, two wins puts you in the top six in our league just now. No doubt about that. Um, so that's what Stuart Kerr will be saying. But he'll need to butt for it because I would imagine that St Johnston, you know, we've all been there. I don't know why because if I was a supporter of a club, you ask the same questions. Well, why can't they put the same commitment, effort in under any manager because they're playing for the jersey, they're playing for a club. But we know it's just the nature of football. Alhampton out, Levine will be in there. He'll have his players up for it. Mother will need to combat that earlier. Is that something you're sort of wary of, Beverly? Is that a thing? You know, St Johnson might have the the, the the boost from the new manager. No, I think I think we've got enough about our team. We definitely do because let's face it, I've watched them, and you can see when your team's playing well. Certainly, their heads have been down the last couple of games because I think they've not had the points or that you know after playing well. But mm-hmm. I think I think. The, the good team's there that doesn't change you know for me I think 
I think we'll definitely do it. It's a great fixture this, Simon, because <coughs> there's a focus there for both. Obviously, yeah. we're talking Motherwell a bit closer to home for us on this show, close to Gordon's heart as well, um, on that dreadful run. But St Johnston are now managed by a former Scotland boss and Craig Levine as well. <coughs> it makes it a really interesting fixture. Yeah, tonight. it's a tasty fixture. And I'm looking at the table there, and the incentive, if I'm in the St Johnston dressing room tonight, the incentives, you go off the bottom of the table with a win tonight. You know, the goal difference would go their, their way uh, with a victory. So they're on the back of a really good win against Kilmarnock. New manager in. It'll be interesting to see how they go about it. Mother will just have to get out this little kind of mini rut that they're in. Uh, they came back against Ross County a couple of games ago. I thought they would have kicked on from that. Then it was a disappointing performance mm. against Aberdeen. They have to get themselves out of the rut. But as, as Dad said earlier on, you, you could throw a blanket over you know that, that bottom six, really. There's but, not a lot in it. But, but see, when you think um, about it, and the answer tonight was Hearts on Beat the Pundit, it seems... A long In time eternity. ago yeah. since yeah. since you've actually seen and Motherwell, I thought were excellent that day at yeah. Castle. It was a great goal. Well, that's the problem. And the though, longer isn't it? that run goes as well, it's, it, it plays on your mind as well. Since then, it's been different types of defeats, hasn't it? As Beverly yeah. said, that no one panicked initially because they were excellent against St Mirren and lost. So things can happen. Well, excellent against, against Rangers and Celtic, and again, there's no shame in mm. losing them. But then all of a sudden. And the performances have then just started getting worse and it's against weaker opposition. And as you said earlier, okay, all this obsession about Motherwell are good, but they just can't replace Kevin Van Veen. Mm. Well, we went and shipped seven home goals in two consecutive yeah. home matches <laughs> against Ross County yeah. and Aberdeen. So it's kind of... Especially the Ross County, because I know you're 3-1 down at home, but the way they came back... you you're probably feel that's a turning point. Yeah, you would feel, you know, going away for that game almost like a win. Yeah. You know, getting back into it and getting the point. And then you, you fall short in the next game. I think that's a positive for a Motherwell manager. I thought that, because Motherwell are under pressure. Ross County 3-1 at Fur Park. They showed great character, mm -hmm. you know. So it tells me their character in that side. They just need a win to turn the corner. But we know football. We're looking at this league. There's man, well, we've got three managers already out of job. Um, so you've got to make sure that you, that, that winless run mm -hmm. doesn't continue. Uh, Beverly, enjoy your night. Hopefully, it's not a wasted journey for you. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you. Beverly from yeah. Motherwell, but up there in Perth. Um, it was a bruising game at the weekend, and you know a few have, have paid the price. So the team tonight: Liam Kelly in goal, Stephen O'Donnell comes back in, uh, Butcher, Casey, Blaney, and Spencer across the back line: Spittle, Payton, and Slattery, uh, with Wilkinson and Beerett up top. Gordon to so Oxburgh, Gent, Mugabe, Bear. Zdrowski, Shaw, Wells and two youngsters both by the name of Ross on the bench as well so a couple of changes in there Yeah, a couple of force changes as well but it's going to be up top Beareth for me I think's a really exciting player going yeah. but we cannot just put all the responsibility onto his shoulders you've got to you've got to have help from other areas of the pitch it looks good in the middle of part tonight but got to defend well let's hear from both managers back to back then first of all the new St Johnston manager you might not have said this a couple of weeks ago Craig Levine then Stuart Kettlewell it'll be tough won't it I mean we hadn't been on a great run ourselves up until um, victory over Kilmarnock uh, as I said, we were in most games apart from the St Martin one. Uh, so for me, there's there's hope that we can replicate the performance 
that that we had against Kilmarnock. And I think if we do that, we've got a good chance against Manawa. But we'll try and play football. A lot of time it depends on your opponents, and and we'll be flexible and try if we can to entertain. False advertising from me because it's not uh, short Ketterwell. It was Stevie Frail who was impressed duty for Motherwell yesterday. They've obviously had a good result last week against Kilmarnock. Craig's a very experienced manager. Uh, I know him well from my playing days at Hearts and I wish him well in the job. I think it's a, an appointment that they'll be looking to go and try and arrest their, their form and, and get them up the league. So, But in terms of what we're doing, it does impact what we do. As I say, I think he's an experienced manager. I think the last time he was involved in the dugout was probably, what, 2019. I've not spoken to him for a while. Last time I seen him when he was at Breakin and I was briefly working with five. So it'll be nice to see him catch up because we were close when we're, when we're both players at heart. So he sort of took him under his wing a little bit. But as I say, it'll be whatever Craig does there. I'm sure he'll be trying to do as well as he can for St. Johnson. But as I say, it doesn't impact on anything that we're trying to do. Keep your calls coming in, whether it's on that game, the Champions League, something else entirely. Get your calls in right now. Just something to mark your card, though. Right now at Clyde1.com, we've got a range of presents to hand out just in time for Christmas with our online competition, Presents Under the Tree. You can win an exclusive 13-person Grand Prix VR experience at VR Simulators Glasgow. I can just imagine you two down there. Uh, the ultimate 5D racing experience, full motion seats, wind generation, 185 cars and 100 tracks to choose from. It's a great day out with the family. Stag do's, hen do's, Christmas party nights, the lot. So head over to Clyde1.com to check that out. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde1 Super Scoreboard. <laughs> Simon Donnelly and Gordon Deal are about to be joined on the line by Stuart So let me very quickly give you this question oh. first The Full Time Teaser With Sliding Wardrobe Solutions East Kilbride Slad wall panels available in seven colours Now in stock at East Kilbride At competitive prices Mark Rennie's your man He sent the question in With Scotland making it to Euro 2024 in Germany Can you name the eight Germans Who've played for either Rangers or Celtic since 1995, can you name eight Germans who've played for either Rangers or Celtic since 1995? Albert. What are you giving me? Yes, George Albert. Was, wasn't he? Yep. Was he? Big uh, gents. Celtic. Who? Gents, the centre. Oh, Yep, okay. We'll leave it there. That's three down. Only five to get. We'll get them before the end. I'm sure of it. And if you like the sound of that, you think you could catch the guys out with your question on the show, send it over full time at Clyde1.com. Let's bring in Stuart, who's a Rangers fan. How's it going, Stuart? I'm very well, Gordon. How are you? Okay? All good in here. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I just want to come on and speak about uh, the the revamp at Ibrooks and how everything's going so well with Philippe Clement coming in. I mean, the difference is night and day. I was uh, talking to my friend today and I was just saying, like, if you look back at the the recent games under Beal, every time the camera zoned in on him, he was sitting slumped in his chair, not got a clue, no direction, no inspiration. But you look at Clement, he's up there on the touchline, barking orders, cajoling the players. Even when they come off, he's making substitution, he's speaking in their ear, you know. Uh, like, and another great example was uh, the Todd Cantwell substitution at half time. I mean, Michael Beale would never have made that substitution. He would have risked Cantwell probably getting sent off, you know, in the 70, 75th minute. But that was a masterstroke on uh, Sunday they're bringing Scott Wright on. And hats off to Scott Wright for his uh, improved form over the last uh, few weeks. 
Yeah, very, very hard to argue. I think he's made a, a big impression since he came in, especially to Rangers fans, Gordon. I did think the substitution, you know, I looked at it and you think, was it because he was on a booking? Was it the fact he tried to get a bit more width onto the pitch? But I, I've always said that managers influence the game from the side by tactical substitutions, whether or they change the, the formation on the pitch first with the, the starting 11 or at half time they make big decisions to say, do you know what? I'm not going to wait to the traditional <coughs> 60 minutes before I put my substitutes on. I'm seeing it now. I'm not happy with it. I'm changing the way we're going to go about our business. And uh, Scott Wright, mm. come on, I thought he was terrific. I thought he brought that energy, you know, forward thinking. He, he really played very well in the second half. It'll always be results first, Simon, because I yeah. know a lot of <coughs> Rangers fans agree with Stuart, so I'm, I'm not disagreeing, but... If Rangers aren't winning games, no one's phoning in and saying, oh, do you know what, I love the way he talks in the no. ear of the substitutes and I love the way he's you know, energetic on the touchline. But when, when it's all coming in conjunction with an, an improvement in results, yeah. it's easy to buy into all that stuff. Aye, definitely. And I, I, listen, I think the remit for, for Michael Beale before that was to, to, to win every game and, and go and win the League Cup. Uh, and obviously he fell short. This guy's come in, he seems to be getting a tune out the team. A decent point away... Uh, Prague two weeks ago and he's won every game uh, and he's got Rangers in the, the final of the, the League Cup so you know he's, he's did everything that's asked of him so far he seems to be or the team seem to be sharing the goals round about the team as well now so yeah I think you know, he's come in he's turned it round in a positive note it's now to kind of sustain that and keep it going Yeah I mean Stuart you mentioned taking Todd Cantwell off and Philippe Clement said at the weekend it was to protect him because he had um, received that yellow card in the first half. I just wonder if there is a a suggestion that Philippe Clement might be less reliant on Todd Cantwell than than previous managers were. I know he, you know he obviously did sit out the the Dundee game from the start. People assumed it was with a view to then go and start at the weekend, which he did. And I know the yellow card was there, but still he didn't seem to need much um, you know much encouragement to take him off. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally, Gordon, because I'm one of the Angels fans that uh, is totally uh, on, on board with that because I don't see the big plumber for Todd, Todd Cantwell, especially this season. Last season, yeah, uh, especially it, it was excellent, you know. But this season, I've not seen enough for Todd Cantwell to get me excited. I mean, I'm actually desperate for uh, Tom Lawrence to come back to full fitness, hopefully, fingers crossed. And he's my number 10 ahead of Todd Cantwell. Uh, you know, so that's where I'm at with that because I've just not seen enough of him this season. You know, he's, he goes missing too much in uh, too many games, uh, especially of late. So, yeah, I, I was totally uh, happy with uh, Clement's decision to bring him off at half time and bring Scott right on. Yeah, it's not right or wrong, Gordon. You know, mm. time will tell. I think what you would say for sure is if that was to be the case, you'd find it maybe surprising. You know, any new Rangers manager you would have envisaged sort of building a team that had Todd Cantwell very much in it and he may well do that like I said we're kind of basing this conversation on a game and a half but it, it just the early signs maybe yeah, yeah. more than happy that Scott Wright can do that role or Tom Lawrence can do that role yeah I think I think when he, he thinks that the, uh, the shape needs changed he's not frightened to make the, the big calls look I like Cantwell I think he's a really decent player do I think he's a world beater absolutely not um, I think um, when he's when he came into Rangers, I thought he gave them something 
a little bit different, a bit of excitement. But you look at the full thing, I think this manager wants everybody to be a team player. Sometimes Cantwell gets caught up in going and, and losing his discipline a little bit to try and influence the game and get on the ball and... You know, and it upsets the shape of the team at, at, at times. And I think the manager will be working with them. Let's not be kidding. Cantwell's a good player. I'm not. I'm not saying he's finished at Rangers. I'm not. But he's not as important as what I think. Maybe Todd Cantwell thinks he is. I think the new managers come in. Now remember, he's not even made one signing yet. <laughs> so, when it comes to January, he'll be bringing players in competition for places. So it's up to everybody. Look, you can heap all the praise on him in the world for the weekend because. He made the call and the call was 100% correct and he takes a lot of credit for that. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a proactive uh, move that he made. You know, he obviously, the booking probably plays its part. Uh, he looks to, you know, he doesn't want to risk a possible red card. And, and Scott Wright comes on and scores a fantastic second goal, you know, that kind of wraps the, the, the tie up for Rangers. So you live and die by these decisions and, and that one on... At the weekend, he's got it right. I thought it was an easy one, right? And I'll tell you why I thought it. At halftime, I think Rangers needed something, an injection, something a little bit different just yeah. to carry a better threat to Hearts. You know that Hearts second half or maybe got to try and come out a little bit, try and get players forward. Scott Wright gave you that in abundance and you've got to hand it to him. We thought Scott Wright was going out the door not that long ago. I think Scott oh, Wright thought Scott Wright was going out yeah, the door. Yeah, all of a sudden he's become quite an important player under a new manager. Um, I mean, Stuart, this week is one of those weeks that you go three, what will that be, three games in uh, a week, you know, three different competitions. A really important period this for the new manager? Oh, 100%, but... The difference is I've got full confidence uh, in Rangers uh, nowadays. Like, I mean, I'm I, I can't wait to Thursday. I truly believe we'll we'll beat Sparta Prague. Uh, I don't know what the scoreline will be, obviously, but I I, I think we'll, I'm confident we'll take six points from Prague and Limassol. But can I just touch on uh, Scott Wright with Michael Beal? Uh, I mean, I think it was two or three times he was apparently over in Turkey signing a contract with this team. Mm-hmm. He's way out the door. So when Clement came in. And everybody, she said, had a fresh page uh, to create a new story, as I like to say. Then he's made Scott Wright feel part of the team, and I think that's why you're getting the best out of him just now, the same as the other players. You yeah. know? Yeah, that's, that's a fair point. I think Scott Wright, you know, probably would have thought maybe his time was up, but you only have to look across the likes of Liam Scales at Celtic. These guys, you know, it is a clean slate when a new manager comes in. And, you know, man management as well is key. Uh, you can talk about all the coaching but if as uh, Stuart alludes to there you know if he's made to feel part of it you know and there's a bit of belief shown in him from his manager and he's brought him on at half time in a semi-final so he's, he's repaid him with a goal but yeah absolutely that man management is key uh, and he seems to be as I said earlier on getting a tune out the, the team at the moment Yeah um, I'll be interesting going for I'll be interesting and Thursday night to see what he's going to start with. Um, you know, you wonder, Scott Wright to me would probably feel a little bit like David Turnbull tonight if he was left out. I feel a bit, because you've asked Scott Wright to go in there and make a big impact in the game. And I think everybody would agree he certainly achieved that. Um, whether he sees him as doing that on Thursday night again, um, I'll be very interested. Indeed, we'll be in the studio. I'm really interested to see what 
team that he's got to put out personnel-wise. But so far, I, I think everybody concerned with Rangers is liking what they're seeing off this manager. Uh, thank you very much. That was Stuart Rangers fan in Cardonald on a one four one nine five one one zero two five. If you've got any thoughts. Uh, to bring us on that or anything else this is the time and place to do it obviously some early games in Europe an interesting one um, Borussia Dortmund about to beat Newcastle 2-0 yeah I think Newcastle had to what are they on four points they had mm. to get something here and it doesn't look as if you know it's almost time up Dortmund get their second goal on the break there um, we are 24 minutes away from kickoff in Madrid we will go back there it is an 8 o'clock kickoff tonight so the build-up is very much on. We've given you the team news already. We've been there a couple of times. Um, in fact, let's hear from Brendan Rodgers, shall we? This is what he had to say. You know, the cynics will probably tell us that we, you know, we've only got one point. But for for a club and a team like ourselves, it's all about improving that level of confidence, and that all comes through performance. And we maybe haven't quite had the the results and the points on the board, especially in the last two games that we would have deserved. But we're, we're very happy with, with the performance level. So but we want to keep that going and we want to uh, see if we can take more points out of the next three games than what we did in the first three. It's important for us to, to not wait in the game. We want to go and look to impose our style in the game. But we also know we're going to have to defend and defend well at times against a, a very good side. For us, the notion is to, to look to play our game uh, let's bring in Jamie, who's a Celtic fan, on the line. Hi, Jamie. Hi, how you doing? Not bad, you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me on again. Our pleasure. What have you got for us tonight? It's about the Callum McGregor debate before the end of six o'clock. That's right. For anyone who's just joining us, we got a call just sort of out the blue, a Celtic fan saying they didn't think Callum McGregor should play tonight and he's having his worst season since Scott Brown left and so on and so forth. So um, you're you're reacting to that one, Jamie, yeah? I am, as I did previously with the Joe Hart thing, but I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, so the Carl McGregor incident a few months, about a couple of months ago, with Spain at Hamden, he was one of the best players on the field. Now, no, that's a completely different field and a different ball game compared to tonight. But consistently before, he had been superb. And you did make a point where Brendan Rodgers keeps picking him. Now, there is something there in Callum. He has to take a dip in form. There could be other reasons why he could take a dip in form, but that's up to him to get that form back in place again because he could be in a different position he was in last year because obviously he's been a bit of a deeper in midfield. Maybe he needs to take a step forward a little bit just to get that level back to where he was. I mean... Dip, has there been a dip in form? And if no, so, what, how steep is this dip? Or? I don't think there's been a dip in form. I think, I can't remember who it was that called, was it Jerry that called mm. in? Who was it that called Hoddle. in? Glenn Hoddle. Hoddle, Hoddle and Charlton. <laughs> and, you know, picked up on no assists, no goals, but there's other departments and other areas of, of, of Callum McGregor's game that, you know, maybe Brendan Rodgers is wanting him to do other jobs within the team uh, I'm sure he'll pop up with assists and goals as the season goes on but I wouldn't say there's been a dip in form I think maybe in the shadows because the likes of O'Reilly's mm -hmm. had such a good I, start I, to I'm the so, season I'm sort of going the other way I know what you're saying Simon um, I do think there have been a, a sort of a you can call it a dip in form right and it's this is a compliment to Carl McGregor I don't think he's bossing and dominating games the way he used to do. 
Um, but if you say to me, leave out Callum McGregor tonight, mm. I'd say absolutely yeah. not a chance because he's a terrific footballer, great knowledge of the game. He's a Celtic captain. Um, it's a compliment for people to say that, oh, there's a bit of a dip in form for Callum McGregor because he sets the bar so, so high. Yeah. Uh, and then when he goes he gives out it a little bit and he's not um, assists and creating as much as what he should be. And Simon's right, Brendan Rodgers might be just asking him to do a different role, but I still see that there's still a lot more there to come from McGregor. It could be tonight. He could go out here tonight and be absolutely brilliant. But there's no way you're leaving Callum McGregor out your side. Are you confident for tonight, Jamie? I am confident, but my own aspect I'm going to touch on, and I'm going to retract my words I said about Joe Hart, because I was in, I was praising him a few months ago, as you probably can remember, yourself, Gordon. Um, he has. We need to get somebody in, because it obviously the experience that he's had, and I'd eat my words. I think it's time that we need somebody in to be a good backup for him because when we played Madrid a couple of weeks ago, he was one of the aspects I was worried with the ball at his feet. I was going, oh God, what's going to happen next? He needs to kick the ball up the field, not just pass it next to, next to Liam Scales or Cameron Vickers because it's now getting to the stage where we're going, we need that ball up the field. Well, that'll be under instruction though, yeah. won't it? And also, yeah. it's quite interesting because um, I feel like the Celtic need a new goalkeeper debate had quieted I down did. a bit. Maybe just because the transfer window's shut and there's nothing that can be done. But um, yeah, if he's if he's playing it short, you know, it's just by design, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it was totally by design. And listen, I get what Jamie says. There's, there's times when I watch, you know, and it's not just Joe Hart. When I watch football nowadays, it seems to be. A theme of playing from the back, playing within your six-yard box, and it does give, without looking for a better term, the heebie-jeebies at times. You know, with all players, you know, you're you're one tackle away from disaster. But it's by instruction, it's by design, and you know that's the way Celtic play just now. Uh, thank you to Jamie. What about this teaser? We're looking for eight. Germans who've played for Rangers or Celtic since 1995. You've got George Alberts, Stefan Kloss. Moritz Jens. I'm going to go for Hinkle. Andy Hinkle, Mark Wilson's pal, yes. Mm -hmm. Andy Tom. Andy Tom. Three to get. We will get them next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're on the home straight in tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, which means kickoff is getting closer in Madrid. We will go back there very soon. And get a taster of that atmosphere, recap the teams, build up to kick off. It's going to be a mammoth task for Celtic, but there seems to be a slight level of optimism in the air based on some of the calls we've taken. So time will tell, 13 minutes to go. You two have got even less time uh, on the full-time teaser. We're looking for you to name eight Germans that have played for Celtic or Rangers since 1995. You've given me George Alberts, Stefan Kloss, Moritz Jens, Andy Hinkle and Andy Tom. Mm. Uh, what have we got? Nerlinger. Christian Nerlinger. Uh huh. So men's that leave two? two? Two. Two remaining. One from Celtic, one from Ranger? No. Okay. Two from Celtic then. Mm -hmm. right. Two from Celtic? Mm -hmm. Yeah. One, one. Two from Celtic. I don't know this guy's name, but you'll get it, right? Oh, good. Who, me? No, no I've got the sheet. Simon, Simon will get it. 
I'm sure did he play half a game or a game against Morton in the cup? That's your man. I can't oh. remember his name. Centre back. Yeah. Oh, what was his name again? It was under Brendan Rodgers and he I never played again. I, I don't think, think he ever played again, did he? I think it was at the game. Who was it then? What was the team? Oh, what was his name again? That, that, that is essentially get on arm, the get on arm, aim of the game. And Simon, what did you think of the two centre-halves tonight? Against what? <laughs> Do you think he'll play again, the German? I don't think he'll feature for the club again. <laughs> What's his name again? Oh, his name. Mm. I can't remember. I've never... I, I okay. just remember a game. Always sticks in my mind. Playing Morton, Celtic Park. He never appeared again. Well, left, left or right centre-back? You've got everything right bar his name. Right, we'll go back to him. We'll go back to them. We've got time to get them. Uh, sum up the size of this task Celtic are about to embark on. I was just having a more detailed look at Atletico's home form. Yeah. Um, Saturday, the 4th of February, 2023, Getafe went there and drew one all. It is possible. Since then... February this year, did you say that? February. Mm. They've not dropped any points at yeah. home since then Valencia have gone there and been beaten convincingly Real Madrid have gone there um, I think Barcelona have gone there in that period yeah. as well you would have to assume um, it's just been it's huge to yeah, fact, sorry, just for accuracy I don't think Barca have been since then but anyway yeah it's a huge task uh, very difficult game very difficult game for Celtic I'm going to hang all my hope on November the 7th. Gordon, we've had a couple of results. The Omen. Going the Omen. I'm going with the nah, Omen. That's not going to happen. Omens no. don't happen, mate. Um, <laughs> well, that's I'll remind you that. that I, I've got to say, I thought second half at Celtic Park, they just looked to side that I thought they were. If they play that tonight, I don't think Celtic are going to get anything. But football is funny. And the one thing that Celtic have got is they've got that... They've got that ability to score a goal with a counter-attack and O'Reilly in great form, but I think the big question mark will be their defence tonight. Yeah, I don't think they've kept I a clean... Think when was the last time they kept a clean sheet in Europe? That's a good Champions point. League. We're going to we'll pick holes who's Celtic or... Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. That, um, that's a, that's a, a problem for them. Is that a quiz question? I'm just wondering. Yeah, it's going to be a while ago, isn't it? You would have to imagine, unless there's one that I can't quite... Uh, remember off the top of my head, but certainly obviously if got, none if this got a, season. If they got a draw tonight, a draw you, be a, oh, you're both of them. Look, I, I wish out to all the very best for represent Scotland tonight. I don't see them getting anything. Mm. I really don't. I, I would need a big, big performance tonight. You just looking forward to getting up the road for your your dinner? Yeah, I was, I You'll be hungry still, not having a night. Oh, you chatting something? We pedigree chum. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe. Do you know he something? This I, I, he comes I, into the, I thought I'll not embarrass him too much because it's like you know it's old hat. Gordon DL does that. something stupid and I expose Dog him. Biscuits. On so he's come into the office earlier. He's <laughs> he fasts up to a certain point in the day, as we all know, and he's spotted he spotted the bag of biscuits on one of the desks, <laughs> and he's gone for them, and he's fully hand in. Now producer <laughs> John's. Is a better man than me because my lips would be sealed. But producer <laughs> I mean, John dived in and said, "Daz, 
their dog why, biscuits. Why is it? What, what was the dog biscuits there for? Because there was a dog, dog in the office. Someone brought their dog into oh, the right. office. What made it worse was I turned round, right? And the wee dog sitting there just looking at me, I have to say, hey, you, what are you doing with my biscuits? <laughs> the thing is, right? Get your hands off my biscuits. I've got a picture of said bag. They're called Wag. Yeah, Wag they're, treats they're, they're the ones, Gordon Cookies for dogs Eight <laughs> weeks old plus With they're peanut the butter and banana oh. Cookie bites Oh, and these were caramel so, ones see the, Keeping see tails wagging Since 1989 or something 86 oh. I wouldn't have went to the toilet so the bag, just left it By the way, the bag they're in I buy those for my own dogs there you the, are. Bi- the, the bag they come in Look very like sweeties Because when I was away at the lakes My father-in-law Almost made the same mistake He's got a sweet tooth His hand was in the bag and Do you know what made it worse? I was actually angry at producer John, right? For what? For telling me. Were you going to eat it? I was going to eat them anyway. Yeah, but I was going to eat them in, But I would never have... I would have just let somebody carry on with that. Right. I would never have flagged that up. Very quickly. Let's go back. Going back to Madrid's more important. Have you got these two in the teaser at all? Well, I've, got, I've gave them everything. What's his surname start with? His yeah. initials are M.C. Marvin Compe. Yes, Marvin Compe. Right, want to get... Uh, Gabriel, is that... Footballing arena building up as nicely as you thought it would. Yes, and then some, Gordon. I've just seen a light show to put all others you've ever seen before to shame. 70,000 fans in here uh, packing out this magnificent arena. The sea of red and white turns into green and white in the corner to my left. Over 4,000 Celtic fans are way up high, ready to roar on their team. Let's just go through the teams in the big team news for Celtic is that Paolo Bernardo is the man chosen to complete Celtic's midfield three with David Turnbull dropping to the bench. A quick run through the 11, it's Joe Hart in goal, a defensive, Alistair Johnson, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Liam Scales and Greg Taylor. Cal McGregor, Matt O'Reilly and Paolo Bernardo in midfield with Luis Palma and Daisy Maida on the wings. Kyogo Furuhashi leads the line. For Atletico, it's a strong team as well. Jan Oblak in goal, Molina, Jimenez, Witzel, Hermoso, Raquel May the defenders. Barrios and Koke are in midfield with Griezmann just in front of them. Correa and Morata lead the line. A win for Atleti would put them on eight points and give them control of the group. But Celtic fans are daring to dream tonight. These are nights that fans and players alike dream of, Gordon. What an atmosphere and what a match we have in store. Kickoff. It's just over five minutes away. That sounds magnificent, yeah. Simon Donnelly. It certainly does. I wish it was there. It certainly does. These are the nights that, you know, as a player you want to be involved in. The fans will be having a great time. Just hope Celtic get some sort of result. We will find out no matter what happens tonight. We look back on it all tomorrow. Quickly then, we're looking for one more German who's played for Rangers or Celtic since 95. Nerlinger, Alberts, Kloss, Moritz Jens, Marvin Compere, Andy Hinkle, Andy Tom. Must be Rangers then, no? No, it's Celtic. I told you that. Oh, so you did too, sorry. Um, nah, you come on, Simon. No? What, what, what time? What period? Uh, so it probably was kind of maybe Rogers' first time, Dyla around then. Um, Wide left? Boy. No, he's a fullback. Bo- Borector was Dutch, wasn't he? Yeah. Fullback. Fullback. Is it a fullback? Fullback. Mm hmm, mm hmm. So, yeah, he was there. The big German played up. 2019. So maybe actually the end of, that would be end of Rogers, is it? I couldn't even remember Wilson as a fullback, so I'm not going to remember this. Game. It was like ten games on loan or something. We're going to be struggling, I think. From where? Uh, Give the initials. Richard Dortmund, I think. Give the initials. JT. 
JT Thomas uh, Thompson Jeremy Tolian Thank you very much Simon and Gordon We are back tomorrow at 6 Looking back on the Champions League action From Madrid tonight Make sure you don't miss it And Amber is up next